Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. Do you know whether you're on the left side of the aisle? This is what I've seen. People on the left or people on the right, they seem to think that listening or watching their one news source provides them with this diverse selection of different news opinions because if they're watching Fox News, it shows CNN. And if they're watching CNN, it gives clips of Sean Hannity. So I don't just listen to one news source. I'm well diversified in my news sourcing. A text out of context is a pretext for failure. And that, my friend, is plagiarism. Thank you, Bible class. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, Michael Markey. With me today is the lovely, the outspoken mm-hmm. Vanessa Markey. Hi, everyone. So today we're going to talk about what? Google. The creepy side of Google. Do you remember yeah, the, the thing that you probably spent two hours looking at today. Okay, if we didn't finish that, that would come out really weird. Why? Think about it. Oh, yeah, probably. Sorry. So do you remember in the 90s when they had the softer side of Sears commercials? Yes, I was a small tot back then because I'm not that old now, but yes. Wrong. So this is the creepy side of Google. Mm-hmm. So I get on Google and I haven't even shown you exactly what I had yet. But Google keeps asking me, and this ties in, we'll tie it all in to talking about how online, how digital is marketing to you. Right. And not only is it marketing to you in the obvious ways that you already know. Right. But it's marketing to you using things like your emotions. Mm-hmm and behavioral marketing Mm -hmm. that they can't do on regular medias, mediums. They can only do it if you leave angry reviews of places. I have not left angry reviews. So here's the background. For whatever reason, Google started asking me like, oh, I remember what it was. was. Somebody asked a question and Google, because I had been to that place, said, can you answer this for somebody? And why I'm such a dope, I'm like, well, yes, I can. (laughs) that does not surprise me so I answered the question and then it's like well you were at so and so place will you rate it I'm like well okay so I've just it's like a something here something there next thing I know I've got all these points I don't even know what the points do nothing probably nothing 
I agree. No, no, no. What they do is they go, this sucker answers every question Keeps- we ask him. So add the points on him. People will think he's going to be helpful. <laughs> so, one of the fun- And he'll probably buy your crap. <laughs> Here's one of the funny ones, though. So this lady, I'm going off subject here. Mm-hmm. This lady, though, is asking questions about Home Depot. Will right. they Will they do this and will they do that? And it... And Google asked me, can you help this lady? So I see all these questions. And my response back was, why don't you stop asking Google and pick up the phone and call Home Depot? That doesn't surprise me. Y'all didn't hear about the card I got for my birthday, huh? Why don't we finish one thing and then we can move on? This ties in very well with your sassy nature. All right, go ahead. I got a congratulations, one year closer to death card with sympathy flowers. Well, sympathy flowers are by definition bigger. Right. Because when they go to the funeral... So what she means by sympathy flowers, I went... To on the floral the, website and went, oh, well, let's go to the sympathy flowers because we the they're f- a larger arrangement. We went to the funeral section. Right. And they looked nicer in the photo. In person, they definitely look like funeral home flowers. Yes, they do. Anyway. So I've started just leaving an opinion. And next mm-hmm. thing I know... And I've been pretty nice about it. And next thing I know, I've got like 1,500 or so um, reviews, people that have been seeing the review. So Google sends me a message like, hey, good job. Thanks for doing all this free work. We really appreciate it. They worded it differently. Right. But thanks for doing our job for us. And then I go on here. So I'm logged into my Google right now and you can see... The map. Yeah. Not the whole map. though. You can see these couple red dots. Or thumbtacks. Oh, you've rated Wicker Park Sushi? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Now watch this. I just hit traffic. Watch this. Okay, that's not what I saw earlier. But now you can see these places. Ooh, it's got a globe. Right. So it didn't do this earlier. It wasn't a globe. You told me it showed that we went to Ireland, though, in a creepy fashion. It did. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Let me find it. Okay, so it's timeline. I got to hit the timeline. And there's lots of red. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah. That's a red dot. Now oh. here, yeah, look at this. You can see everywhere. Colorado. I mean, I've traveled a lot. I don't think this is, well, it can't be just this year because you can see where we were. Ireland. And I don't know how far back this goes, but watch this. Let me click on, here's a date and time. Saturday, August 18th. And look at that. What? You can see we went to Meyer. Yes. It says driving. Then we went to the office. Right. And then we went down to Holland. We went to Home Depot. Yeah. Look at that. What? When was I in the sailboat race? Um, The week before that. So that would be right. Right. There. Yeah. Now watch right, this. Yeah. It even shows me. No. In the it middle of the lake. The, what? And it shows it there. Here's a, what is this? A Friday? No, Saturday. Yes. Because Friday, there's the front half. Look at that. <laughs> Is where it starts. Or you got stuck in the middle of the lake. Yeah, it thinks it that I'm driving are... because we weren't moving. <laughs> That's super Look at that, 0.9 miles in 35 well, minutes. Well, no, what's really creepy about that is you didn't have cell reception. Like, no. you couldn't text me. We couldn't talk. It no, was no, no, like, no. oh, we're gone. Bye, I Alicia. had GPS connection, which is what? odd. Yes. Wow. And so if I go when we were in San Francisco, as Just an example, July. you can see. Oh. Yeah, everything. So what's the point of all this? Yeah, what do I'm that's still super creepy that they can track you wherever you go. Well yeah, you're asking me where did I find this? And I said, Oh, it's in the creepy part of Google. It's www.google backslash creeps. 
AKA not really stop giving them information so they can track you. So I need to stop responding to this, but I didn't sign up for this part. Right. No, but you started answering things on Google. So you think your Google doesn't do it. I mean, I'm going to check it out tomorrow. I don't know how you did it, but no, I'll you're figure not. it out. We're going to check it out when we come back. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Mike Markey is full of information, but as you probably already know, he gets so excited to give out that information that he speaks at about 900 words per minute with gusts up to 1300. Now's your chance to get that information at your own pace. Mike has written a book called Fireproof Your Retirement, which can be found on Amazon. It covers many of the same topics we cover during the show, including income planning, asset allocation, gifting, taxes, and much more. As you know, Mike is all about paying it forward. That is why 100% of the proceeds go to local fire departments. Once again, that's Fireproof Your Retirement by Michael Markey, which can be found on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. So I've got your username in this. Uh-huh. I've got your password. Uh-huh. Are you ready for me to see where you've been? Yes. All right. Today. Where are you? Why has it got you anyone. in New Guinea? I don't know. Well, no, you don't. You don't have any. I don't have anything in there. You don't have. Oh, wait a minute. We'll manage location. Location, location history. history blah, blah, blah. On. Now it is. Manage it. You're still not here. No. Why are you not showing up? Because I don't use my Google Maps. Oh. I don't turn my minute. Google Maps on. I don't have, use it because have it you sucks not used my battery. Google Maps? I have used it here and there, but I don't use it on a regular basis because I don't like it to suck my battery. That is an unusual direction I didn't think we were going to go. I'll bet you that that's exactly why Google knows my every move. Right, because you leave your maps on. Genius. Oh. Nobody knows where Vanessa's been. Google is to me what Mueller <laughs> is to Trump. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't see anything. You can't even see that I went to work today. I did, though, by the way. It was uh -huh. super yeah, fun. I'm really convinced that you went to work. Right. But here it's got that I stopped in the bathroom for 15 minutes and you're the invisible person. Turn your Google Maps off. Well, listen for the today. I don't know what I'm doing with technology. Right. And I can fly under the radar. Yeah, good for you. Here's what I, I found for you. I kind of missed my moment, though, didn't I? Yeah, you did. So now that we've established that you can't figure out technology, what is the whole point of this whole Google can find you? Well, apparently it can't find you. Right. It can find me very Stealthy. easily. Very stealthy. So the whole point to this, though, is that technology and a lot of people listening are going to take this in a negative way. Mm -hmm. But technology is not only shaping our consumer behaviors. Correct. It's tracking my every move, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if this is because I'm half Lebanese that it's like zeroing in on me more closely than the TSA. Remind me to travel separately from you from now on. Apparently. But what it tells me is that there there's positives to this. When I look at finance, so only about 13%, if you look at behavioral finance, behavioral finance is going to tell us only about 13% of the end result of your retirement portfolio mm -hmm. will be a result of market-related things like market timing or market performance. Only 13%. Okay. 
the other 87% is going to be your behaviors. Okay. So what is Google doing right there? That map that just showed when we were in San Francisco, where we walked, where we stopped. It showed, when I pulled up that Saturday, it showed that we went to the office building in Norton Shores. Mm-hmm. It talked about how long we were there. Or it right. didn't say it talked. It it notified or it, it watched. Right. It documented mm-hmm. how long we were there. Correct. It then documented that we went back home and then Meyer and then the marina. Right. So what is it doing? It's documenting my what? Habits or like what you do every day, your behaviors. Right. So it's tracking people's behaviors. Now it's tracking my consumer behaviors with travel or right. driving daily. So if it's tracking those things, why wouldn't it start tracking my financial behaviors? It should. I am just haven't found it. Right. I stumbled upon this. It's somewhere out there in, in the, the cloud. Right. Well, it goes back to like, okay, fine. If I'm on my computer and I decide to look up like, okay, counterintuitive to this radio show and what we talk about, I have an express clothing credit card. I am guilty. But I and, will go on. And a Target. And a Target credit card. But no, more so for clothes, I will go on to Express, but I only look at like sale stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'll go on there every once in a while and just be like, hey, what's on sale? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then half an hour later, I'll be somewhere totally different and I'll pull up my phone. And if you go on Facebook, they have ads. What ads do you think pop up on freaking Facebook? Of course. Right. It's terrifying. So that's... We've got consumer behavior for what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now we've got consumer behavior or where am I going, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then we've got consumer behavior for what are you buying? What are you shopping? Right. Consuming. Right. I'm telling you somewhere it's going to start if it hasn't already. And I would argue that it has already started to track financial behaviors. And I don't mean buying. I mean investing. Right. Now, that's not always bad. So you go on Express and three days later, Express comes out with a big sale. What's it going to do? It's- Send me the pictures of the stuff that I kind of perused earlier. Right. Hey, we found something you like. And that's not all bad, is it? Not necessarily. It can be good. Let me give you an example with personal finance where this could be good. Mm-hmm. So statistically speaking, um, and this is going to describe some of you listening now. And so if this describes you now, this is something we share with a lot of our clients. Like, we got to break this mold. We got to try to get you out of this habit. Your habits, your behaviors are far more impactful. Now, you know how hard this probably is for me to say, more so than a lot of people. Hmm. Being a math-oriented person like this, math will not be, like I just told you, or just said, only 13% of the outcome of your retirement is going to be market-related. The other 87% is behavior related, which means math is not the biggest piece to the success or failure of your retirement. He's melting in front of me. (laughs) I'm like the witch. (laughs) I'm melting. So it's hard. It was really hard for me to acknowledge this or maybe to come to that conclusion. But think about it. If math was the biggest determination, determining factor, Mm -hmm. all we would have to do is teach people how to do the calculations. That's it. How to use a financial calculator. Right. That'd be it. Right. I mean, I think about when we first got married mm-hmm. and you wanted cable. Mm-hmm. You said, my guy, I've grown up in, you know, we were in a double white at one point. My parents were working hard and, and broke because they were starting a business. We had a cable then. I want cable now. And I believe I say this with all due respect. I'm pretty sure we described ourselves as poor white trash. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I grabbed the calculator, put in the figures, what you gave me, and I put 5% rate of return. It was $80 a month. For 30 years 
and it came out to be three years of your wages at that point. I said, so do you still, you will work the next three years of your life to pay for cable. First of all, I'm just going to point this one out. You were not that nice about it. It was, do you know how much this is going to be? Well, no, sir, I don't because I don't quite frankly care. You will have to work three years of your life to pay for cable. Do you still want it? And you looked at me and you're like, no. Guess what we have right now? Because guess what's coming up? Football season. Why do we have cable? Football season. Why do we have cable? All right. Your mom likes cable. All right. (laughs) But the point of this was that is how most people would expect me to behave. Right. And outside of, I use that example because that was one where we actually used it. But how often do we do that in our personal lives? Not a whole lot. I think most people think that if I were to mow my yard, it would be in a suit and I would sit there with my graphing calculator figuring out the optimal angle to do the cross hatching. That is actually extremely accurate. No, it's not. You're <laughs> laughing, you're funny, but it's not. You don't mow the lawn, that's why. Not the point. <laughs> the point to this is we don't even, I'm math oriented, we don't sit there and go outside of that one example. Right. So most people won't. So the biggest impact isn't teaching people how to use the financial calculator, it's their behaviors. Correct. So we've got, here's a positive way. So statistically speaking, those who check their account more, those who watch it more, by the way, Mm -hmm. are more likely to trade more often. Mm -hmm. Those who trade more often, statistically speaking, have a lower rate of return than those who don't. Okay. Why do you think that is? Because they tend to trade on their emotions and current events. Yeah. What's going on right now? Right. Like Starbucks had somebody put something racist on their cup so their stocks tanked. Or trade. Trump Cohen. Boom, trade. <laughs> I don't know so, that what you could trade for that. but Well, maybe you get out of the market. Right. And so those who look at their account more frequently tend to trade more frequently. frequently. And those who trade more frequently, despite what oftentimes they think, they actually have a lower rate of return. Correct. So think of it this way. Google, if it's tracking things... Well, not mm-hmm. if. We already know it is. It is because I just got an email that said, Google security alert, a new device signed into your account. You're not allowed to. So Google's <laughs> tracking all this. And Google finds that every day you're getting on at, I don't know, 930. And you're getting on at noon. And you're getting on around 430. Okay. Now, why do you think those times are important? Because it's habitual. It's right after the market opens. Right. It's in the middle of the day. It's right after it closes. Market stuff. Got it. Okay. So it sees that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, Google knows because it's keeping all this analytics and it's well known in our industry. If you watch your accounts more, the more you watch them, the more likely you are to trade, the more you likely you are to trade, the more likely you're not to do well. Right. And if Google can track your whereabouts, they can track your behavior as to what you're watching. So this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Now, let's just imagine that all of a sudden the stock market just, Right. Maybe one of the things you own, I don't know. What did you say tanked the other day? I don't remember. Oh. Well, oh, no, no, no. Tesla. Okay. Tesla. So let's just say you have Tesla <laughs> and you log in and you basically hear this. I thought that was going to be a lot cooler. Yeah, I know, but it's still funny. It was anticlimactic. Right. So you log in and you see it just doing that. What are you most likely to do? You're most likely to trade. So Google knows you're going to do it. So here's what it does. It sends you a tweet. It sends you a text. It sends you an Instagram. I don't know how to use all that stuff, but it does it, right? Right. And it sends it to you and says, listen, we know that you're probably going to, today wasn't a good day. 
Mm-hmm. I know you're probably not going to listen to me. So you're going to have this like avatar advisor and here will be George. And it's going to say, listen, today, what you may not have heard, but today was not a good day. Right. We don't think you, I don't think you should log in and check, but I know you're not going to listen to me anyway. Right. But so, you know, 90% of the time within five business days or 90% of the time within two weeks or whatever that stat is, today will be gone or today, the losses from today will be overcome. They can't guarantee that, though. They didn't. They said 90% of the time, the given enough time, 90% of the time over a week, these losses will be overcame. Okay. How could a local advisor ever do that? If. Can't really. If. And a huge if. They ever got to know you so well that they knew that you were going on every day at those times and that every day you were being emotionally reflective or reflexive, I should say, to market conditions. Mm-hmm. If it, the advisor knew that. And they've got 500 clients where they got a decent size. That's kind of a small, you know, they've got a decent size practice. So if they figured out that you're one of those clients that are reflexive and they've got all of these other clients that way, mm-hmm. how many of how many of them can they call? The market closes right. and they don't want you to freak out. They don't want you to panic. They don't want you to hit the, you know, escape hatch. There's only so many people that you can call or whatever in a half, day. If I got a half hour window, how many? Six? Right. Five? Three? Well, because I'm sorry, but if I'm one of your clients and you call me and you say, by the way, don't freak out, blah, blah, blah. I want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. So two? Right. Most five? Yes. If you can limit them to five minute conversations. So there's an example where digital could do what a human is doing, but better. Right. Because there's no way the local advisor could do that. Correct. But you need to start recognizing your behaviors. Your behaviors have a bigger impact on the outcome of your Success mm-hmm. more so than the math does. Mm-hmm. That's really hard for me to say. I know. So if your advisor is not helping you manage, if your advisor is not helping you recognize those behaviors, if they're not teaching you about behavioral finance, you should go to one of our workshops. You need a second opinion. You can go online at www.legacyfinancialnetwork.com. You can sign up right there. That's legacyfinancialnetwork.com. Or give our office a call. We're Wait a minute. Local. Wait a minute. What? I have it memorized. 616-589-4004. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Legacy Financial Network, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 855-LF-NETWORK or visit us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com to learn more. Welcome back to your third and final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. Since I finally got the phone number memorized and now you changed the name on me. What is the phone number? 616-589-4004. So if you haven't, if your advisor's only sharing with you rate of return, Rate of return. Think about it. How small of a picture is rate of return? So here we are entering football season. I love this. Watch this. Mm-hmm. So most of you out there listening, do you have a written income plan? What do you think? No. Now, I don't mean it has to be handwritten or typed out. I'm good with it being storage di- stored digitally. Storaged. Yes. Storaged <laughs> in your porridge. <laughs> I'm okay with it being digital. Okay. But how many people listening? Do you think, answer this summer most. Some or most. Do you think some or most people have either written um, income plan for the retirement or a written financial plan or a written 
retirement plan? Some or most? Some. I'd go with some because I review this all the time. Right. And it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. I like football. You brought it up earlier. Mm-hmm. I like football because I've had about 32 concussions. So I so fit in. So you relate. <laughs> but this gets me. I know coming up this time of the year, there's a lot of people who are going to make football out to be more important than what it is. But at the end of the day, in six months, isn't football meaningless? Right. So even in football, though, when the quarterback steps back to pass, he's got a a go-to receiver, right? Mm -hmm. And if that go-to receiver is not open, then what happens? He finds somebody else. He goes to the next one. It's called a progression. And then if that guy's not open, what happens next? He goes the third, then the fourth. There's four. You if know, it's Michigan football, though, they try to run it up the middle and they get tackled every time. Or the quarterback in previous years panics. Right. So they panic once they don't see their options. But they had plan B, C, and D. Correct. In a game, that means nothing. Right. Nothing. Watch this. But it gets you excited. Watch this. In something that means nothing, they had a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Then they had a backup for the backup and a backup for the backup's backup. So why don't you have that for your finances? And you want to make it even more funny? Hmm. Their plans are in writing. Correct. All of their plays are in writing. So you, we've got people listening right now that they don't have, they may have a plan. Mm-hmm. And in a game as meaningless as football, where there's a backup plan. We've got people listening right now who have no backup plan. I'm not picking on you, by the way. If you, this is you, I'm not picking on you. I'm a just lot saying, of people have this problem. I'm saying how ludicrous this is. It's your retirement. You spent 40 years. We're a few days. In August of 2018, we'll have the longest bull market ever. That means mm-hmm. the best, longest period ever. And there's Correct. people right now without a backup plan. In football, a meaningless sport, people have a backup plan, and it's in writing. Right. A lot of people don't even have a backup plan, and if they do, it's not even in writing. Right. All right. I got to catch my breath. Breathe. I'm going to end on something funny. Do you know why people hate finance? Because you're nerds with calculators. Because of people like this. Here's a YouTube video, behavioral finance versus traditional finance. We're not going to listen to the whole thing, but watch this. And let's talk about the concept of behavioral finance within finance theory. Can you start? His voice is okay. irritating. Yes, it starts off with an irritating. Let's start off. I talk. I don't know why I just made him. Not Irish, but. I just made him a leprechaun. Right. Oh, where is me pot of gold? Start perhaps with a definition of behavioral finance. It's finance. That's a really great topic for us to cover today. Behavioral finance. Do you think this guy just went with the word finance because the other guy said finance? Probably. It's like if you go to a Porsche dealership and they keep correcting you and it's a Porsche. Do you give way to the peer pressure? No. Mm -mm. Nope. And that is why people don't like finance. Right. All right. So in the end, what have we talked about today? We've talked about whether you like it or not, Google's watching you. Right. Unless you're smart like me and then you go under the radar and can ghost. I'm a little worried about this. I'm just smarter with, actually, no, I just don't turn a lot of stuff on. on my I've phone. got a BlackBerry. Like, BlackBerry shouldn't even have that technology. Turn your maps off. Okay, we've, uh, we've concluded that already. Thank you. But what have we learned? I don't care if you have got your maps off. Google's watching you. The digital world is watching you. Mm -hmm. It's tracking you. 
and it's doing it in finance, I promise you. And it's going to, I gave you a positive from it because I didn't just want it to all be negative. A positive way is it can help you overcome negative behaviors. A negative way is it can also exploit your negative behaviors. What else? We talked about how this is the longest bull market we've ever had, period. And if you don't have a backup plan in football, a meaningless meaningless game, people have a backup plan. Get a backup plan. Right. And get it in writing. Mm -hmm. Come to one of our free workshops. They're at libraries. We're not going to give you a good meal. We're not going to give you any meal. There'll be some cruddy cookies and some cold coffee. We'll try to keep it warm. And I promise Mike won't take the calculator out on you. No, I won't be there. It's our team. It's our staff. I couldn't be at all the ones. We do 10 a month now to educate people here in West Michigan. I dare anybody to say that they do more education of Social Security and taxes in West Michigan than we do. If you do, Twitter us, tweet us, whatever, at fpfinance at twitter.com. I don't think I have to do that. No, it's not at Twitter. It's just fpfinance. Hashtag. Pound sign. Right. Tic-tac-toe. Or you can call us at 616-589-4004. And again, 616-589-4004. Or go online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. That's LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.